from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, August 29th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Dave James. State Representative Bob Young, a Republican from Green near Akron, was arrested yesterday for violating a protection order. Young was booked into the Tuscarawas County Jail in New Philadelphia last night, then taken to the Summit County Jail. The Akron Beacon Journal reports that Young left voicemails on a family member's phone Saturday night in violation of a protection order. This comes less than two months after Young was arrested for domestic violence in Green following an alleged altercation with his wife and brother. Convicted former Ohio House Speaker Larry Householder has been transferred to Oklahoma to begin his time in federal prison. The 64-year-old Republican had been held in the Butler County Jail in southwest Ohio since he was sentenced in late June to 20 years for his role in the largest corruption scheme in Ohio history. He was recently moved to the Federal Transfer Center in Oklahoma City, according to Bureau of Prisons Records. Householder from southeast Ohio's Perry County was not granted a request to be released during his appeal. Householder and lobbyist Matt Borges, a former chair of the Ohio Republican Party, were convicted in March of conspiracy to participate in a racketeering enterprise involving bribery and money laundering. Borges was sentenced to five years and is serving at a federal prison in Michigan. 47 members of Ohio Task Force 1 and others are ready to help once Hurricane Adelia leaves Florida. The storm is expected to hit as a Category 3 hurricane tomorrow somewhere north of Tampa. Ohio Task Force 1 and volunteers from the central and southern Ohio region of the American Red Cross are already sending people to help with the disaster relief in Florida. They've got boats, RTVs, and other equipment to help with rescue efforts after Adelia makes landfall. Mansfield police have made arrests stemming from a shooting at a home on Sunday. Tracy Townsend reports. Mansfield police say they have two men in custody in connection to a murder investigation. They say a 22-year-old and a 30-year-old are accused of shooting four people outside of a home. One person died. The other three were taken to the hospital. Both suspects are charged with murder. I'm Tracy Townsend. The president of the Fraternal Order of Police in Columbus, Brian Steele, is reacting to the early Sunday evening shooting at the Easton Town Center shopping mall. A 13-year-old boy is charged with murder and the killing of another juvenile in front of the Jenny's Splendid Ice Creams store. It's completely sad. It's not only sad, it's gut-wrenching. It's tragic. When did we allow this to happen? When as we as a community, if you live, work, and play in Columbus or the surrounding areas, how did we become so numb to this? Another 13-year-old boy was charged with obstruction of justice in that case. The teen killed was identified this afternoon as 15-year-old Rashawn Carter. Ohioans will decide in November whether to enshrine abortion rights in the state's constitution, but the wording that will appear on the ballot is now the subject of a legal fight. Yolanda Harris reports. The group pushing for abortion rights to be protected in Ohio is now suing the Ohio ballot board for the language used on the November ballot. In the lawsuit, it says the ballot language used to describe the amendment that will be on the ballot this fall is unlawful and an effort to mislead voters. The lawsuit has been filed with the state's Supreme Court. I'm Yolanda Harris. The suburban Toledo man who became known as Joe the Plumber during the 2008 presidential election has died. The family of Samuel Joseph Wurzelbacher says he died Sunday in Wisconsin. He was 49 and had pancreatic cancer. Wurzelbacher was thrust into the spotlight after questioning Barack Obama about his economic proposals during the 2008 presidential campaign. He became a media sensation when his comments made the rounds on cable news and Republican John McCain mentioned him in a debate. He even campaigned alongside McCain on some stops in Ohio. 
Wurzelbacher ran unsuccessfully against Democratic Congresswoman Marcy Kaptur in 2012. Google has announced a $1.7 billion expansion in central Ohio, expanding data centers in New Albany, Lancaster, and Columbus. Ohio Lieutenant Governor John Husted says those data centers house IT operations and equipment for things like Google Cloud, Gmail, DocSheets, Search, and Maps. This is where all of that processing is going to occur. And so the innovation that we can undertake in education and customer service and how we can use those technologies to be leaders in improving the quality of people's lives. Facebook and Amazon also have data centers in the area. A new study finds COVID-19 variants are evolving much faster in Ohio deer than in people. Andrew Kenzie has more. The Ohio State research showing that at least 30 infections in deer have been introduced by humans. Researchers say the study suggests that white-tailed deer here in Ohio are at reservoir for COVID-19, and the virus could easily spread to other wildlife or even livestock. I'm Andrew Kinsey. In suburban Akron, a man in green was killed while sleeping back in February, and the 33-year-old woman responsible was sentenced yesterday in an unusual case. Stephanie Haney explains. A woman will spend the next six to nine years in prison. This is after crashing into a home and killing a man. Hallie Maxco was sentenced for the death of 69-year-old Robert Schull. She was found guilty of aggravated vehicular homicide, possession of cocaine, and aggravated possession of drugs. She was under the influence at the time of the incident. I'm Stephanie Haney. In suburban Cleveland, a Shaker Heights attorney who was found guilty of voter fraud was sentenced to three years in prison and issued a $10,000 fine. 56-year-old James Saunders, a registered Republican, voted in both Ohio and Florida in 2020 and 22. He's also accused of doing it in 2014 and 16, but the statute of limitations had passed. In recent days, there have been four earthquakes centered in Lake County, northeast of Cleveland, with the largest measuring 3.6 on Sunday night. Stephen Hawk is a professor and chair of the Department of Earth, Environmental, and Planetary Science at Case Western Reserve University in Cleveland. The events that we've been having are small. They generally cause no structural damage. They might cause some rattling of lamps or shower doors or chandeliers. There have been about 10 earthquakes in Lake and Ashtabula County that are about this size or larger recorded in history. Because of how infrequent they are, we don't have a lot of data to be able to understand what are the major sources of what we call the stress that's driving them. Emily Coach and Gabrielle Crouch live in Madison, where the quake Sunday night was centered. The mirrors on my wall started shaking, and so did I. It's just a weird feeling to feel like your whole floor is bouncing underneath you. Just something for everybody to talk about and get on social media and be like, holy cow, what was that? What did we do? Madison is 40 miles northeast of Cleveland. That quake Sunday night was felt from east of Cleveland to western Pennsylvania. Ohio State head coach Ryan Day announced this afternoon that the mystery of who the team's starting quarterback will be has been resolved, sort of. Uh, Indiana game, uh, Kyle McCord will be the starter, and uh, Devin Brown is going to play in the game. Uh, I think that Kyle has done a great job over the last two weeks of, of showing consistency. Um, he's played very well in practice. Uh, but but Devin also throughout the body of the preseason has shown that he deserves to play. So um, expect both of them to play. Day says he told both players that the ultimate goal is to win championships. Ohio State at Indiana starts Saturday at 3.30. 
Special thanks to our television affiliates, WKYC in Cleveland, WTOL in Toledo, and WBNS in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Dave James on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network. 